Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. and welcome back to Mads World. I'm your host Mads and I hope you've been enjoying the show. If you have, please remember to subscribe, rate and review the podcast as it's the simplest way to help out the show. I'll give you a second, do it right now. Yes, I'm talking to you listening. Okay, thanks. Or you can find me on social media and tell all your friends about it. This week, I'm joined by Katie Mack, creator and host of the very first matchmaking podcast at Single Sounds. Katie interviews single Londoners and the listeners can write in to date her guests, a new dating method that hopes to put personality first and make the dating process more enjoyable. Since starting in February 2022, Katie has set up many first dates and earlier this year announced her first official couple who met through the podcast process. In this episode, we chat about our funniest dating failures, as per usual, the problem with dating apps, dating fatigue tips, and much, much more. Hello, Katie. Hello. (laughs) This is so exciting. You know what? This is actually my first in real life podcast that I've ever done. That is really exciting. And I feel kind of nervous. It's such good vibes. It's such good vibes. And we're having a couple of Proseccos. We're having a a couple of Freshenettes. And (laughs) I didn't know that podcasting could be like this, but I like it. Opened you up to a whole new world. I, in fact, I love it. This is my favourite part of podcasting. Just meeting uh, randoms. Yeah, you actually like become (laughs) friends, which is so nice. It's so, so good. So let's get started with our speed date question round, which is a couple of random questions. And then we're going to talk all about your podcast, Single Sounds, which is the new thing in dating. It is a dating podcast. It's sort of like a dating TV show. Yeah, kind of. But it's a podcast. Like, yeah, matchmaking (laughs) podcast. Incredible. So my first question is, what are you most passionate about? It's dating, obviously, but it's the niche of I want people to enjoy dating. Yeah. Um, And I think it should be fun. And I think so much of the modern dating methods, aka the apps, sorry to shout down on the apps. Yeah. I do. I do appreciate what you do, but I think so many people abuse them and like they don't give you a really good sense of like how fun dating can be it's Mm -hmm. just trawling through like profile after profile after profile it feels like a never-ending like swiping Mm -hmm. awful world (laughs) that's just like overwhelming um every time I was on them I needed breaks from them I've Mm -hmm. never had a break from any other social media I know some people do like Instagram breaks like or Facebook Mm -hmm. whatever you use Mm -hmm. I've never felt I needed a break from social media I've always felt like I could just like detach and you know it didn't impact my well-being Mm -hmm. but the apps different level do you know what it actually makes me so happy to hear you say that you want it to be fun because the last week 
I have been so just disenfranchised by the whole dating culture, app culture. I put a poll up on my Instagram. It was like, is it me or is dating dead in London at the moment? And it was like 80% yes. And it honestly had like hundreds of answers. Everyone keeps telling me like the apps have just got like horrific as in like they were bad initially, but everyone keeps saying like now they just meet no one nice, no one fun, like no one genuine almost like just get ghosted left, right, center. And it's no bad people. It's more like, and I, the thing is I'm guilty of it too. So I know exactly what's causing this. It's like I'll match with people with like you know 10 people Mm, for example it's too many and then it's too many and i i open the app i get overwhelmed i'm like nah look at that can't be bothered and then i just get out of that i'll do it later there's no downtime where i'm like you know what i'm gonna do to unwind talk to a bunch of strangers that i find attractive what yeah yeah it's because they have no priority in your life and i think maybe to be fair maybe the apps haven't changed too much maybe as we've got older Mm. our time is like way more precious Mm -hmm. and like important to us and we value it so much more Mm. and we don't want to waste our time on strangers i don't want to waste my friday saturday nights talking to someone that i probably have nothing in common with honestly and do you know what's so ironic that you say that is that last week my only free day was a saturday Mm. And I was like, okay, I'm going to ask this guy if he's free Saturday because he said, when are you free? But I was like, is that tragic? Yeah. Do you feel lame? Like, is that lame? And I, and I had to be, I had to preface it and be like, I'm free Saturday because my plans got cancelled. Yeah. It's like, yeah. it's not like I'm not just actually free. And then it got to the day and then he was like, I, I messaged him and I was like, hey, like, is this happening? Because I'm going to go do something. No reply. Ugh. And I was like. This is why it's prime I'm, time. I yeah, I get that it's prime time, but I'm, if it's prime real estate of your week, don't put it on the market. Yeah, don't. Don't say yes. Ever agree. Like so dumb. So I was like, Do you know what? I'm going to go to the Midlands. So I'm going to pay 47 quid, <laughs> and I went up to Derby. I know it's Derby, and everyone was like, Why would you do that? <laughs> don't care. My friend got a kitten. Nah. Oh yeah. That's why I went there. Best excuse to go anywhere. <laughs> I'd go, I'd travel a long way to see you, Ken. Oh, me too. You have a cat and it was walking in the room before yeah. and I really liked him. So, <laughs> right. The next question is, what is your greatest achievement? Oh, yeah. This was difficult because I thought it was so, my first initial answer was so lame. <laughs> and I was like, can I actually say that? <laughs> say it, please. No, I was like, no, she's going to think I'm so boring. I was like. I already think you're boring. <laughs> <laughs> But it actually was like, okay. it's the only thing I've ever done mm-hmm. that's made me cry. As in like, I was so proud of myself, I cried. I'm going to cry. When I saw it on the board. And it was that I got first in my ever first degree, as in my undergrad degree. Yay. I know. And I just thought I've been, the reason it was so special to me is because I've been such like a average middle person and when it comes to like academia like I was never like the top I was never the bottom I just always felt like I was like cruising do you know what I mean like 60% would always be me like (laughs) so I was like when I found out that at first was like over 70 I was just like no way I was like I'm not a 70 person do you know what I mean like I was like I know I'll get 68 do you know what I mean like I'll be like that so close but not not get there but yeah Um, other than that it has been starting the podcast yeah but this is a new thing for me so I feel like that was why the first came to mind because I like mm-hmm. I didn't cry when I started the podcast. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. I feel like maybe when I get my first, I don't know, proper sponsorship, I might oh, cry. Yeah. But <laughs> probably not. It just like mm-hmm. that felt like because obviously you'd work towards it for like well, it felt like my whole life to be honest. Like yeah, I've, this will come up in another question, but I feel like I've been such a classic like follow the what you're supposed to do. Like you know, do the A levels, do the uni, do the grad job. Mm-hmm. Like da da da. All been so processed, and that felt mm-hmm. like. 
the pinnacle of what I was meant to achieve and like also it was really cute I rang my dad and he couldn't even speak he was just crying as well so it was just it was just really special you know what that wasn't lame (laughs) it wasn't lame I loved it (laughs) if anyone thinks it's lame that's listening switch off because the rest of this is going to be really lame the next question is what is something that always makes you smile oh this was so easy it's my cat (laughs) oh I like your cat too we just met oh my god he's on the couch right now I can see him I literally was like oh no this is so easy it's it's just like animals have always been like really really special to me but cats they're just my soulmates I know like everyone's like oh dogs are better I don't I disagree same I'm not gonna lie and I feel like I am a dog (laughs) I am a golden retriever if I'm listening to a live version of an album some stupid little indie rock album I'm running around that house like a golden retriever I've got my tongue waggling Mm. I'm like (laughs) like (laughs) I'm like I am a dog Guess what I love? Cats. Yeah. Dogs I just love, love cats. They're so independent. I don't like the neediness of dogs in comparison. Like, I can't own one. It would be way too much commitment. Mm-hmm. The cat literally does whatever the fuck he wants. And I love that about him. I like cats because they're like me. They're sexy, skinny. Sassy. So sassy. And they love being touched. <laughs> <laughs> and fluffy. They're fit, they're flirty, and they got double Fs. <laughs> I love it. That's how I feel. I feel like I identify with the cats so much more. Like, I don't like being touched um, if I'm not feeling it. And that's what cats do. Like, they'll let you know if they don't want to be touched. Oh, my God. You know when you try and pat a cat and its back just turns into, like, the Red Sea? And it's like, (laughs) see ya. And it goes, whoop, goes down. (laughs) Oh, I love it. Oh, funny. All right. Next question is, biggest risk you've ever taken? Oh, yeah, this was so hard. This kind of leads on to, like... I love what a I was, hard question. ...what I was saying before, because I am, like, the most unrisk... Like, no, the most risk-averse person you will ever meet. I don't think that's true. I think you just think that about yourself, because you started no. a podcast, which is literally Well, this terrifying. is why it was the biggest risk I've ever taken. But <laughs> let's go back to me, previous podcast. Pre- podcast me is a different me, okay? Transport us back. <laughs> yeah. Take us back. So, like, I go to casinos. <laughs> Wait... <laughs> Not the hippodrome. No, no, no. Just like when we're at uni, we used to go to like the oh. classic, like ones after nights out. Wait, uh, is I that would... a thing in England? Yeah, I don't no. know why it was, but I, I. Okay, first of all, I had no money, which <laughs> obviously will like probably lead into this. But like some of my friends would bet so much, mm. I'd be up twenty quid, mm-hmm. I'd be out the door. I'd be and like, I'm like, taking that as a win. That's my Uber home. <laughs> Literally, I was like, I'm, I'm out. I can't bet anymore. I've won. <laughs> I've won life. <laughs> And they were like, Katie, what are you doing? You've got 20 quid. And I was like, yes, exactly. What do you mean? What am I doing? Got one life and I'm going to live it by going home and going to bed. (laughs) I was like, I'm up. And that's how much, uh, like, how (laughs) unlikely I am to take a risk, I feel. It just Mm -hmm. encapsulates that as a perfect example. Mm -hmm. So 100% the biggest risk I've ever taken is starting the podcast. Mm -hmm. Not only did it require so much time, I've had to, like, drop, well, go part-time in my what I like to call real job which was so scary I feel like people just thought that was like so easy to do and it wasn't for my brain to comprehend like yeah maybe I need to give myself space to work on this side thing Mm -hmm. that I actually want to turn into like a proper business yeah um and to do that I need to give myself time space and that was so scary because I've been told my whole life like how I kind of said earlier that's the the route you follow Mm. and it was really scary to think I'm not going to maybe not follow that route anymore. Like maybe I'll just, I don't, I don't know where this is going to take me. I'm just going to have to see. And that was the first mm-hmm. time in my life where I've not had a plan. Like every stage I've been like school, 
undergrad, masters, grad mm-hmm. job. It's all been like every promotion I've got like on the dot. Like I know what year it's going to be. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I've I been feel like so as, planned. As a woman as well, it's a lot harder because I feel like going out and having your own business, it just feels like something that it's something that men do and it's something yeah. that you hear about all of your male friends doing. And I've had boyfriends that are always like, I'll help you, like I'll help you turn your podcast into a business and all this sort of thing. So as a woman, I think it is quite a brave thing to do mm. because like we were saying before, 17% of podcasts are hosted by women. Yeah. So, I mean. We're not, a niche. Yeah, we're a niche. That's what I'm <laughs> saying. So if you're out there listening to us, the, the chances of two women within the 17% being together having an episode. Wild. Very low. With this might be the first girl on girl podcast of all time. <laughs> yeah, sure. Maybe. I'm Maybe like, in London. Say that it is. I don't know. Maybe it is. <laughs> but yeah, it's made me bring up like loads of insecurities mm. about myself. Like having to do video, that was like so hard for me because I really hate my double chins. <laughs> you literally um, don't have a double chin. Oh, I do. I do. I've, I've thought you about don't. it. I've thought about how to surgically remove them many times. Oh, don't. I, I know. I've not done it. <laughs> oh, don't. Honestly, there's so many things. I was having this chat with someone last week who um, runs a page called F Girls, which is like a feminist and anti-misogyny page. Mm. And we were chatting about the whole, like the way that TikTok has influenced the way that women feel about themselves. And oh my God, your cat who is antisocial is rubbing on my leg. He's really happy with He's, you. He's he You're like, a cat person. He I knows. actually, he knows I am. But yeah, we were just saying the way that um, even with the bold glamour filter, the whole that trending thing mm. for the last few weeks. So it's this filter that basically you wouldn't know it was it was on unless it had a label saying see the that button, it was on. Yeah. And the way that that can distort and give people body dysmorphia about how they really look and make them unhappy with how they really look and that alongside, you know, <laughs> the cosmetic surgery industry paying people to tell women and I suppose men as well that certain things are wrong with their body like buccal fat so having chubby cheeks whereas Mm. 10 minutes ago having chubby cheeks was a good thing because Mm. it made you look youthful and it's just so damaging and it's so scary and I mean I don't blame you for feeling the influence of that at all but Mm. I do think it is so brave to start a podcast and it's completely valid like you know feeling afraid to do the video part because even coming over here I was like oh my god should I do a winged eyeliner should I wear mascara whereas it's like guys just rock up and they're just like yeah I basically just like watch loads of Andrew Tate podcasts and just came (laughs) over and now I'm ready to just like say whatever comes into my head whether it's racist or not not, I don't even care (laughs) like so yeah I think that's a really good answer my next uh, question is which is something I always ask on this podcast because it's a dating podcast, so oh, yeah. let's be honest. We want to know, what is your funniest dating story? Oh, gosh, yeah. I do like this one. I love I this one. I had to, like, think about this because I've had, like, lots of tragic ones and I actually don't think they're very funny, like, mm-hmm. when they boil down. But this one's funny because it's more about how I reacted and I love it because I was really just going for it. It was when I was in an app yeah. hiatus, so I wasn't on the okay. apps. I was, I was having a break and I was like, you know what, I'm going to meet someone in person and I was really manifesting this love that and I went to this other time went to the swim club every Tuesday and the boys there were very not cute was this in uni no no no. this is in London that is very Uh, very good of you in London to go to a swim I know right it was part of my gym and it was free (laughs) what gym (laughs) that was um they don't do it anymore it got count this is pre-covid this is 2019 oh the good old Um, days yeah good old days (laughs) 
um, when it came to fun, free things. Yeah. Nothing's free anymore. Um, they stopped it. <laughs> but yeah, it came with your gym membership, which is like, I used to swim. So mm-hmm. that's where that came from. And I didn't want to join a club because it's literally like £100 a month. And I already had a gym. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast. Membership, and I was like, oh, You're not doing it, that'll do, yeah. So, this new guy came, he was beautiful, beautiful, <gasps> six foot three, like just gorgeous, really friendly. Already wanted to chat, like when we're <gasps> on the poolside. And I was like, This is great because what I love about I used to date swimmers all the time when I was younger, so specific because <laughs> <laughs> they see you at your worst. Yeah, do you know how uncute you look in like. <laughs> a training costume they're not like cute bikinis they're like you know they squish yep. you in yeah you're wearing a hat you look like an egg you've like got a bald goggle, cat yeah you've got like goggle marks all Whoa. over your face i i will show you what my goggles look like they're reflective they're huge they sound like, really hot honestly and sexy. you look horrific <laughs> no you can't wear any makeup it'll just come off in the pool you look even worse so i like it if he's chatting to me and flirting to me on poolside yeah that's a great sign (laughs) and this was post post workout as well so i was like this is my husband i found him okay you're gonna have a regular segment on mad's world on how to get guys because what the fuck (laughs) it's niche but it works who is she because i was like when he sees me when they do see you out of the pool they're like oh she's even fitter than i remember (laughs) when she's like not looking like a bald egg egg. a reflective egg it's like one of those bum eggs exactly it's genius (laughs) anyway okay go 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 Um, go go 
So yeah, I <laughs> stupidly though, he said, I'll see you next week. And I was like, great, see you next week. Thinking I'm just going to keep this like super low and casual. I'm not going to like ask for his number. I'm not going to social stalk, whatever. Love next that. week comes, he doesn't show. Oh God. And I was like, no, like he was meant to be my new husband. <laughs> he was six foot three and that's Literally, the only thing oh, that matters apparently. He's stunning. <laughs> And just really nice. Like, I, I got a really good vibe from him. I'm invested. So, um, anyway, the second week comes, he also doesn't show. And I'm actually just, like, kind of gutted. I already told everyone at work, you know. Yeah, <laughs> And honestly. when you do that, it's so embarrassing. Every Tuesday or Wednesday morning, they'd be like, did he come? And I was like, no. And Janet's there at the tea point, and she's been in a marriage for 20 yeah, years. Yeah, and she's and she, not understanding. She's got nothing else going on at all. <laughs> exactly. This is the biggest thing in... you. The biggest thing in her life. Making you feel shit. And yeah. just look at her, the look in her eyes when you're like, oh, I haven't heard. And she's like, oh, okay. She goes back to just switching tabs between random news websites like The Sun. <laughs> she hates it. She hates life. <laughs> so Janet kept asking me and I was oh, like, Janet. you know what, fuck, Janet, I'm going to find him. So I went <gasps> home... And um, I lived with two girls at the time and one was like, no, we can do this. Like all I had was a first name. That was it. Oh my and God, you she FBI'd was like, him. She was like, what did you learn? And I was like, oh, I learned in this conversation that he did not finish the London Marathon in 2018. Oh my God, stop. <laughs> so she was like, there's data on that. And you, <laughs> you can. Stop. We went on the do not finishes of the London Marathon in 2018. I knew his first name, so you just type that in. It's a very common English first name, by the way. Is it George, Tom, Jack? It was George. What? How did you know that? Because it's the name of the next king, so it's very obvious. Wait. <laughs> don't know if we want to include that, but anyway. We'll beep whatever. it out. We'll I beep it care. out. He, yeah, I don't care. He, he knows the story. Anyway. <laughs> So then I, so we found his, like, basically we Facebook then every single George that was under this. I'm sure there was only thing. like at there least honestly two, wasn't that many. two, three. There was like seven max, um, do not finish or like did not start. I feel like they were under the same thing. <laughs> so I found him on Facebook and I obviously I recognized him straight away and I was like, perfect. But then we were like, now what do we do? Now it's weird. Yeah. I can't yeah, Facebook now it's message weird. him and he didn't, he knew I didn't know his second name. And now you've seen his mum's holiday to Morocco in 2012, like... <laughs> It's. I feel like you know this person. He loved surfing holidays in Morocco. Shut this, up! This is really, really weird. Yeah. It's okay. Everyone's mum was one of the things we bonded over. Anyway. Yeah, and she got a henna tattoo, but she's probably racist. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Okay. This okay, is okay. weird. But um, you're like just describing this guy perfectly. I'm George. Even, yeah, you might, maybe me. you were. Anyway. <laughs> Okay, go. So we were like, what do we do with this information? Now it's even more annoying because I know I can kind of reach out to him, but I can't. So the swim email oh, God. Had, didn't BCC the all the people it sent to. So anyone that ever been to the class got like the email updates and also did it in like order of joining, like in chronological order of date. So I could see there was like a, an email with the same name. No. At the end. So I took it to work and I was like, what do I do, Janet? Janet and Janet was like, Janet honestly, was like, she was like, I'm hanging him. on, I'm hanging on by a thread here. This is the only good thing in my life. So we all decided it was a terrible idea that I should email him. <laughs> yes. And I emailed him and I said, I like explained, I was like, I hope this is the right George. I found your email on the mailing list. Like I made it really clear where it had come from. Um, I saw you were like the last to join, so I hope this is you. If it is, here's my number. Do you fancy going for a drink? 
Oh my God. I was so forward. Because I was also in this app hiatus of like, I'm making this work. I'm going to email a person I met once in a swim cap with yeah. a reflective head. <laughs> it just gets so much better. He WhatsApped back straight away. How did he get your WhatsApp? Because I put it in the email. <gasps> I said, WhatsApp me on this number. And then he was like, I love this. Can't believe you found my email. Let's go for a drink. And I was like, <gasps> it's a match. Oh, <laughs> it's a match. I was, he was like, he was really like, it seemed like he was really down with the email thing. And I was like, oh my God. Yeah. Like, he's so cool. I've done it. I've made he's it. so cool. <laughs> that. Oh, you go for this drink. Oh my God. It goes on. Then we go for dinner. Yeah. <gasps> it goes really well. He kisses me by my door. He walks me home. It's the whole like, you know, magical. I've like, we've done it. We go on two more dates. One of them's a lunch date mid office like huh? yeah as in like weekday he took me out for lunch your like, boyfriend's in the next room is it is oh, it him no <laughs> oh god don't not, stop listening no wait he does fine he probably already knows the story um <laughs> so then this is um january by the way and my birthday's the week after oh god so i was like it's going so well i'm gonna invite him to my birthday and he was like yeah i'll come and i i was like can you just bring it's just at a pub so I was like, can you bring friends though? Because like, Otherwise it's weird. Otherwise yes, it's like, this it's is the guy that intense. I like, everyone. Hey, here's everyone I've ever met that means something to me. Here's a random guy. Also, my friends are the most excitable golden retrievers ever. They already oh, obviously no. already knew all about the email, all about the whole story. I knew what I was getting into inviting him. And mm -hmm. I was like, if he can handle it, perfect. That's why I was like, bring the friends. What did he do? Come alone. No. To make matters worse. My, I'm really close to my family. I've got two brothers. Oh, God. And both parents are still together. Um, They found out about my little party and thought it'd be really cute to surprise me. Stop. And you've invited a random guy that you've met at the pool and then emailed yep. on a company email. And we've only been on like three dates. <laughs> Internal Moodle. <sighs> so anyway, he's... Ooh. So I half blame him because he should have bought the friends, but... He that was, was so freaked out because he thought I knew that my family were coming. I didn't. Like, it was genuinely like, I like had a little cry when they arrived, you know, like happy cry because I didn't cry. realize they oh. were coming. I thought you were going to cry like, what are you doing here? You're ruining oh, no. everything. <laughs> oh, no, I was so excited they were there. Like, I love them and they're like such good bands. Like, yeah. And they, like, my friends really like them. They're like, they were all like got really drunk and it was like a great vibe. Okay. But he was freaked out, which. <gasps> This is just like, we weren't a match. This is how I realized. So um, also my friends said some like mm, interesting things. Oh God. <laughs> they were just excited and they just really wanted it to work out. So I don't blame them either. Were but they, they being like, they freaked oh my God, out too. can't wait to see what your kids look like. Yeah, but they were like, no, one of them <laughs> One of them was like, if you ever hurt her, I'll murder you. Oh fuck. And he was just like, what the fuck? I think he had to go out for some air at one point. <laughs> he doesn't even smoke or vape. He's just like, I just need a I just have to breathe some air that's not this air. <laughs> okay, so like this whole night happened. I had a great time. I thought I had a nice time. I don't think he did, but whatever, his loss. Um, I loved it. So the the next day, he's like really weird with me. And I was like, oh, I freaked him out. He's never coming back, is he? Mm. And then he, yeah, ghosted me. <gasps> and that was it. Fully ghosted. Yeah. I don't get I that. even sent him it because this was like, um, so it was January 2020 was the birthday. So it was just before COVID. I even sent him a text in like April, March when we were in lockdown being like, how are you? <laughs> just read it and oh. never replied. <laughs> <laughs> ah. 
after all that. <sighs> so this is why don't get too overexcited if you delete the apps and try and find your husband because um, he probably will get freaked out by your friends and family. <laughs> and the thing is, it's like the amount of guys that I've drunk texted and said the worst things and how are you? And yeah. they still reply. And this was just like, <laughs> this was just in the day, you know. I was just like, he just said, how are, I was like, hey, how are you? That was, a, that was the message. Know how you are, Blue I care about you. the fuck out of me. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, no, do you know what? Dear. I didn't add this in. Like, this was what, so the next day he kind of was like really freaked out. And he was like, this was what I found really weird. He was like, I talked to my friends about like, this whole thing and he was like they think it's really weird how you got my email from the swim coach and i was like no 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 no. that's i got your email from the mailing list (laughs) yeah don't make me out to be a psycho and i should have seen the red flags because he on our first date he told me that his last three girlfriends all psychos that's a big red flag yeah if they say that because it's like they can't all three be psychos what's the common denominator you You. so he ended up calling me a psycho like the next day and that's probably when i got the ick anyway oh Um, dear because i was like i wasn't a psycho i was just excited about you and i found you via an email list like yeah okay i didn't go down the whole like i found it through the marathon thing but i feel like that (laughs) should have been a cute funny story it shouldn't have been like you're a psycho yeah leave me alone like like and basically that's like, why he what would people me. have done in the 90s exactly like, yeah what social media exists so you want me to stalk you and find yeah. you or and like, he was like oh, oh i, I would have come girl. back to swimming eventually and i was like what was i meant to do just like wait around every week for you to come like no i was yeah, gonna like, take do you action. think i love swimming no yeah. and also you were so keen like as soon as you got that email you loved it you replied straight away being like let's go for a drink like yeah. it wasn't like you were weirded out at that point yeah. so i don't really know what's changed other than the birthday <laughs> No. But yeah, he wasn't the one because he got weirded out. Yeah, so what did you learn from that? <laughs> Maybe don't invite your potential guy to your birthday after three dates. Love that. But I think, I'm actually going to backtrack on that advice. I think it was a really good thing. I nipped it in the bud and he decided I was a psychopath because I wasn't. Nipped it in the bud. Yeah. Right. Let's get into how Single Sounds, your podcast, oh, yes. works because me and you have just actually recorded mm. my episode on Single Sounds, which is a dating podcast helping people to find love through a new format. Yes. So I'm going to let you take the reins here and tell us all about Single Sounds and hopefully everyone listening, if they are looking for love, they can go and get in touch with Katie through Single Sounds and yeah. find a date. So let us hear Ooh. all about it. Yeah, so I feel like I should start at the beginning of, like, why I started it and, like, where it came from. We like to say our origin story. (laughs) (laughs) Be all dramatic. So dramatic. (laughs) So it was actually how I met my lovely current boyfriend. Um, We matched in lockdown, number one, which was where, in the UK, everyone was just, like, proper lockdown. You Mm -hmm. did not leave your house. Mm -hmm. So we did a month and a half of virtual dates. And when I say (gasps) virtual dates properly, as in like, we'd have drinks on FaceTime. We ordered dominoes to our own respective houses (gasps) so we could eat together. Like we watched loads on Netflix party. Like we tried to make it really creative. Wow. So you like really liked each other. Yeah. We really, we really went in hard with the virtual dating. And I literally ended up calling him like pretty much every night, even though we'd never met. Um, which was something I'd never experienced. Actually, backtrack. I was dating someone pre, so post swim guy, pre, (laughs) making me sound like such a crazy person, (laughs) pre lockdown. I'd met him like five times, I'd say. So I was going like pretty well. We'd have, he was also a swimmer, but not from the same club. Um, I matched with him on Bumble and Mm -hmm. 
he told me when lockdown came that he didn't do phone calls. What? Yeah. He said they make him really uncomfortable. And I was like, how do you work? (laughs) Like, don't you have to call for work? And he was like, yeah, that's different. He was like, I don't even call my family. And I was like, okay, so how is this going to work? We had one phone call. Okay. Nine o'clock at night. It Mm -hmm. lasted for an hour. And he um, said to me at 10 that he was hungry. And I was like, oh, do you want to, have you not eaten dinner? Um, He was like, no, I just want to go get a snack. So bye. And we never spoke again. It was a mutual (laughs) ghost. (laughs) That's the punchline of that one. So that was my first experience. So when I matched with boyfriend, I was really rude. And I was like, I don't want a pen pal. We have to call now because I need to check that you can actually have a phone call. (laughs) And he was great. Our first date lasted like three and a bit hours of just us drinking and chatting on FaceTime. We had loads in common cats being a big one i miss that time i'm not gonna lie i miss the time when we dropped around baked goods to our friends (laughs) houses my friend had a birthday party on zoom she was throwing up at 10 p.m and someone had to call her mom to come and get her from her room (laughs) yeah from her like literally we were on zoom watching her spew into that's mad like an old bin piece of tupperware or something and someone rang her mom like go and help her that's tragic i miss that time but yeah this is what we did um we eventually then did go on a social distance picnic. Mm-hmm. But for that first date in person, I've never felt more calm, safe, like, and also just so happy that, like, it was going to go well. I was like, even if I don't find him attractive, I know that, like, this isn't going to end in, like, one, all those other tragic stories of, like, him ghosting me or him not being able to fucking do a phone call or all these other tragic yeah, things that yeah. I've had. Um so this was the muse of the podcast because I was like, I want to try and like encapsulate it in short form and let other people understand the power of like getting to know someone. So like we kind of what we talked about earlier, I feel like with the, I've ended up swiping on people on those apps that I have nothing in common with mm-hmm. because I've liked their photos, which is obviously like nothing about them. It's so service level. Yeah. I've had people tell me that they tolerate gay people on a date, a first date. Um... Tolerate, tolerate. It's the word of choice that they used. Mm. These are the people that I've decided to match with. I've had people tell me that they've <laughs> they've got a five-year plan and that a committed relationship isn't in that five-year plan. Like yeah. on a date. And I'm like, well... What am I doing here? Why didn't you write that on your profile? I wouldn't have matched. Yeah. <laughs> and then another one said that he wouldn't go on holiday anywhere other than Ibiza. Again, why wasn't that <laughs> on your profile? Are you a drug dealer? And I feel like if all of those three men, just those three that I've picked out of my many, 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 many experiences of terrible Mm -hmm. dates, Mm -hmm. (laughs) if any of them had a podcast episode, I would have hated all of them. I just, this is what I wanted to create. I was like, if you listen to someone for half an hour, you'll learn these silly little things. Like they'll probably mention the stupid holiday I'd be the thing or like even if they don't you'll be able to get it through another story because all their stories will relate to ibiza yeah. and you'll be like oh they probably don't go anywhere else yeah, Do you know what i mean like 100 that was it but yeah this is yeah. the origin story so it's like the power of personality that i think can really make you find an actual good person for you i love that so much and do you know what? It's almost like, so if you listen to Katie's podcast, it's almost like you're on a date with the person, but you don't actually have to be there or commit <laughs> yeah. to anything. It's like lazy dating. It's always. lazy dating. So you can just scroll through and find someone you like. You can and be then, cleaning, you yeah. know, doing your thing, going on a walk, listening to these single people. It's absolutely amazing. And what do you think is wrong with current dating apps? So we, we sort of spoke about this before and having a date, uh, a, a break from dating apps. Mm. What do you think is wrong with them? that everyone is kind of agreeing with at the moment because I think that yeah. everyone is everyone talks about 
dating app breaks and dating app slumps and, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm over it and it's hard. Like, what's wrong with them? But they are hard. It's because, well, for me, it was just because I was matching with the most uncompatible people in the world. Like, I don't think I could have... I literally could have gone to a bar and probably picked out better people. Like, Mm. I just was picking terrible people. And I don't think it was their fault necessarily or mine. It was just that there was no detail on these profiles. They'd Mm -hmm. write, like, what, three funny sentences, have, like, four photos. And Mm -hmm. I'd be like, they look cute. And I quite like their prompts. Like, that's not who a person is. Most of the guys, especially, like, they don't even write their own prompts. Their friends write them for them or they steal them from the internet. Yeah, (laughs) so true. (laughs) Like, it's not even them being authentic. Yeah. And I also just think it's, like, there's too much choice. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of the problem with the apps, and I actually wrote to Bumble to tell them this. Did you? (laughs) Yeah. They asked, and I was just like, I'm just going to tell them. I think there should be, like, some sort of limit or, like, if you want to make an app where people actually make genuine connections, Mm -hmm. you need to be able to scroll to the bottom of their profile first before you're allowed to move on. Like, Mm -hmm. you have to spend some time on it. You can't just be, like, first photo, no, first photo, no. Like, obviously, sometimes you can literally tell, but I still think it's just encouraging this culture of, like, you get rid of someone based on, like, one selfie. I just think you basically don't know the people you're swiping for. And in saying that, what do you think is your best dating advice when it comes to things like apps or just in general? So I think you should be picky about three maybe important things. Yes. And actually stick to them. Don't, okay, so the amount of people that I dated, they're like, I'm not really sure if I'm looking for a serious relationship right now. Mm -hmm. And I continue to date them. Why did I do that? So stupid don't do that (laughs) don't waste your time like put your time and energy into the people that actually fit those criteria and don't be like don't be superficial with it don't Mm -hmm. say they have to be earning over 50k or they have to have brown hair yeah or they have to be over six foot like no 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 not those i mean like what you can really be fussy about yeah are they honest are they kind are they fun those sort of things but pick three and only date those people that you know fit those three like and especially if you're looking for a long-term relationship don't that is a non-negotiable don't yeah flake around with that like I think especially women were really good at being like but I'll be the one that can change him <laughs> me honestly <laughs> that's led me to years of heartbreak <laughs> yeah what would your three be what, uh, are, the, what are the yeah, three is, most important three things? this is easy for me because I took so long to find it <laughs> fun was the main one for me i date a lot of like lovely Mm -hmm. ambitious successful people Mm -hmm. but they were not fun they Mm. just weren't they just didn't really know how to enjoy life and that's Mm -hmm. what i really want to do so Mm -hmm. um traveling is a huge one for me yeah you i did like the guy who only wanted to go to ibiza that couldn't have been a bigger (laughs) ick for me i was like i want to go to new places i want to travel like don't tell me we're going to Ibiza every year. I won't do it. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> doing it. No way. I won't go back to the same place twice unless it's like mm. quite a big distance apart. I want to explore new places. Yeah. And the third was ambitious. Love but that. that doesn't have to be in work. It just had to be like you have something going on. Mm-hmm. Like you have a hobby. Mm-hmm. Like my current boyfriend loves golf. I fucking hate golf. I couldn't <laughs> give a shit about golf. But I love how he loves golf. I love that he goes off and he plays golf. He has something else going on. And I find that really attractive. Yeah. Having their own life and their own interests yeah. is, is very attractive. Exactly. And what is your best date location? Or what is what is your oh, best date? I love yeah. this. You know, I rotate it. 
that do you do that? I rotate the same couple. I did when I was really well. I usually like to make the other person think of somewhere because then I can <laughs> gauge somewhere something about them. Like if they're going to take me to mini golf, I know they're like competitive, and you know mm. they're probably like have an inner child that they speak to like they're a bit like fun you know or if they're gonna take me like for drinks to a posh cocktail bar I'll decline and never talk to them again like you know what I mean like, <laughs> yeah no that's fair yeah I am um, I quite like taking the reins so I'd mm-hmm. normally suggest more because I couldn't be bothered him to come up with a shit idea yeah um and also I kind of use them as measurements mm-hmm. oh Actually, we need to talk about this first. Yeah. I think everyone needs to do this. So mm-hmm. on my Bumble, you know, girls have to speak first. Yeah. My starter was pick one of four options. Okay. <laughs> You're Love right. that. It was so fun. I need I this. got really good at responses as well. Mm-hmm. So one is an interesting fact about me. A, mm-hmm. that's A. Mm-hmm. B is a overly sexual, cheesy chat-up line. Very good. C is a dad joke. Mm-hmm. And D is my favorite doggo meme amazing if they pick b don't mm-hmm. date them yeah if they date the overly cheesy chat line this is for someone who's obviously looking for like something serious yeah don't date that person interesting fact probably yes but yep. lead with caution mm-hmm. so for the interesting fact i normally gave them a sexual cheesy chat line to say well done for not picking that one love that um the doggo meme they were normally your best kind of people okay yeah yeah love that like if they asked for that one love yeah dad jokes again a maybe i say like a c okay b definitely don't go there d top tier so if they pick d yeah they got to go to cafe kick which was (laughs) and then you allocate dates accordingly exactly wow (laughs) it's like a whole process it's just like a whole this is like a business yeah you gotta be again i feel like if you're in this you gotta like you gotta put your energy into it it's like anything you put in what you get you know Love um, that. Again, like some people are like, oh, you're so lucky you met your boyfriend on an app. I don't think so. Look at all this effort I went to of I like filtering this. via message. <laughs> 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 I still ended up with shit people. But, you know, like after I implemented these four steps, it got so much better. Amazing. And so what was the best date location out of all of those? Yeah. So if they picked D, that was the doggo meme. They got uh-huh. Cafe Kick, which was a table football bar in Clerkenwell. <gasps> Love that. The happy hour is so good. And it's just like, it's really easy to tell if they're actually fun because obviously if they pick D, I'm assuming they're quite mm-hmm. fun. Um, whereas A and C, they mm-hmm. if they got through, <laughs> if they got through, they'd go to Gordon's Wine Bar, which oh, is okay, like love. more romantic, more like let's get to serious. know each other because those are the top questions that they picked. Again, more serious. I love that. So I obviously the the dates I had the more fun on were the cafe kick ones, the ones mm-hmm. that picked the memes, mm-hmm. um, and then the the less fun ambitious people ended up being A and C amazing yeah it was a whole process and this is my favorite question of the podcast have you ever fancied someone who you've had on the podcast obviously they come in they do their spiel they have their 30 (laughs) minutes to an hour and they sit where you're sat right now yeah they're sat right here do you fancy (laughs) me right now have you ever fancied anyone that you've had on the podcast i literally love you for asking this question i thought it was so fun i was like (laughs) She's getting the goss in there. She's yes. doing it. And I know that everyone want to know this. Like, yeah. my friends ask me all the time. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, well, anyone's that I do, you know, who you should write in for. <laughs> but yeah, obviously, like, I am looking at it a different lens. I do have a partner. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not 
single. I honestly don't think I'd be able to do it properly if I was single, you know? Because you just I think I like, get too distracted. Come around, have a few fresh in air. I wouldn't want to like, um, release the ones that I like. I'd be like, oh, hang on, you can go on a date with me first. <laughs> be like, yeah, I swear the episode's coming out next week. Actually, yeah. no, Actually, it's the week after. Yeah, oh. Actually, it got corrupted <laughs> and I have to delete it. <laughs> I, I I never press record. Funny, weird. Haha. <laughs> <laughs> so um, weird. Anyway, when are you free? <laughs> Do you want to go for a drink? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'd be so lying if I didn't say that there were people. I've interviewed some amazing men. I'm like, it's restored my, obviously I am heterosexual. So yeah. there's been fabulous women, but I always think women are fabulous. Uh-huh. Um, and there's been fabulous queer people as well. But again, like I'm not sexually attracted to them. Yeah. But the men, I've been really happy with who I've had really? on the podcast. Like, they've really restored my faith in men, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> and, like, some of them get absolutely mobbed with the dates. And I'm like, you deserve it. Mm-hmm. Um, the guy who's actually in a, a like, a long-term relationship from the podcast, yeah. he was my friend from uni. And he really? deserves the world. He's the oh. best guy. You know, when you just think, like, you've yeah. just been really unlucky. And I said, like, come on my podcast, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. And he got, like, four dates. And I was so <laughs> I was so happy for him. And then, like, yeah, now one of them's, like, his really serious girlfriend. He was like, oh. I've had, like, six years of people trying to set me up with people. And you did it in one episode. And I was like, this is <sighs> why I'm here, to showcase people like you. Like, I want to showcase, like, amazing people. And if that's not a calling card for if you're out there and you're <laughs> unlucky in love, reach out. Do it. And you can be there and just finding someone in one episode. Take the leap. And Make any, the effort. My last question is, any advice to anyone who is out there feeling a slump in dating? So mm. whether that's dating apps, dating in general, dating via finding people through your swim club's email, <laughs> how might they be feeling a slump and how are you here to help them? Yeah slumps are real especially with the apps and Mm. i'd say my best advice is take a breath take a step back Mm -hmm. and think about why you're doing it Mm -hmm. i think a lot of us go through the motions of like i need to have a partner and like i really want to find someone Mm -hmm. but like do you really like and why like why why do you think you need to find someone is it because you're not very happy in like other aspects of your life i always say it should be an extra not i hate the saying your other half i think that's ridiculous you should be whole as yourself and it should be like an extra to your life like if you're not very happy in yourself and it's kind of manifesting in dating as well like you're unhappy in dating Mm -hmm. i'd say yeah you're taking the break think about why you also need to take the break like Mm -hmm. you're probably not right in the right headspace you're attracting the wrong type of people if you're always attracting people with like issues mental health or otherwise like think about why that is is that Mm -hmm. who you're attracting because you're manifesting that almost your energy your vibes off katie i love that and it's been such a pleasure having you on the podcast and doing my first in real life podcast so thank you so much for joining you're welcome i hope you enjoyed my chat with the wonderful katie mack please let me know on my instagram twitter tiktok i'm literally everywhere these days if you have any stories or thoughts of your own to share love and elbow taps peace
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.